now entering the deep state. Let the deepness become you and ascend beyond the living plane to a dimension between the known and unknown realities. This is the Deep Podcast. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to the Deep Podcast. I am your host, Tyrone, joined by always by the handsome Chauncey's could be my last episode could be both of our last episodes we're not the the topic we're handling today could actually be our last episode that's right I've, I was getting tailed on the way over here oh did you uh do like the four right turn strategy uh <laughs> <they're still falling. laughs> yeah. yes yes oh. it's always oh. a it's always a white gentleman with gelled hair in the movies and that's exactly who was following me nice well-dressed man yeah always in a suit <laughs> maybe maybe he's just a dapper gentleman maybe he wants to know where you got your cologne from <laughs> yeah wouldn't the government catch on to that and like be like hey dress like a bum and follow someone they'll never suspect it uh I, you gotta sacrifice your like style though your nice right. suit and that's true so it's that's like true. yeah it might but like I look so good in the suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might make more sense, but damn, I look good in the suit. <laughs> and that's what it's all all about—fashion style. That's true. The government is about keeping up appearances, so I like your theory. So uh, Chauncey uh, floated me this uh, conspiracy theory for the day, and we both done some research about it. Chauncey, would you like to talk a little bit about what we're talking about today? Okay, so today. Just put on my tin foil. Today we are talking about the assassination of Robert F. Kennedy. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a, a very, very brief RFK intro. Most people know about him, but he was he was a democratic hopeful. Uh, he was his message was peace, you know, which a lot of people aren't a fan of. Um, <laughs> he had just spoken out after uh, the assassination of Martin Luther King another conspiracy um and was talking about how the country needed to come together and i was listening to his speech and i was like wow this is crazy a politician saying this you know like he was like despite our differences we're all on the same team and i was like what has happened to that <laughs> Pretty wild. it's outdated i mean yeah that was back when we were soft and we were in vietnam now we're all over the place um so he <laughs> so this so should I, I'll introduce Sirhan Sirhan real quick, and then I'll let you start going on this conspiracy part. So okay. Sirhan Sirhan was, grew up in Palestine, um, same conflict that is going on now, was present then, obviously. He saw some horrific things during that war, um, saw his brother die, saw like a human hand was in the water well at one point. They end up, his family comes to America, and he kind of has a hard time in the States, doesn't make a lot of friends. And then around age 25, he wants to become a jockey. He has a traumatic brain injury, goes to the hospital. And that's when things start to really fall apart for young Sirhan Sirhan. Yes. Um, so specifically, we're talking about the uh, the actual assassination of Sir RF. Uh, Sir RFK. Sir yeah. RFK. There we go. He would have been knighted. Yeah. I uh, mean, he would. We don't know. I mean, <laughs> right, he never yeah, got just, past that like hotel and where was it? Uh, they're in the kitchen. Yeah, they're like in a kitchen, and they like took like a back hallway exit. Yeah, which like, was like a split decision, by the way. They weren't originally going to take that exit. 
Yeah, it's a piece of cheesecakes with a side of murder. <laughs> Why do you say it? <laughs> Cold dish of revenge. Yeah, and we will laugh at this, but it is a tragedy that he died. He wasn't. He yeah, going to change the country, but can't be too dark all the time. So. Uh, a big theory is Sirhan Sirhan is not even the the person who did it. Um, maybe he was a plant. Maybe he was involved, but he wasn't like the actual uh, gunman. And I just want to hear, what are your thoughts? Do you think he was like the guy who did it? So to, to rewind, he, he had gotten into this thing called the ancient mystical order of the Rose Cross, which... Can't even make that up. I mean, it sounds like it's from a terrible movie. Um, it sounds like from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and he, and so they, they tried to say, because I'm, try, I'm trying to establish his motive. They're trying to say that he was angry. The story's always been that he was angry at RFK because he was, he was aiding Jerusalem in the fight against Palestine. Um, and that he was a Palestinian militant. And also that he was at the gun range that day. You know, he recently bought a gun. But it, it just mm-hmm. doesn't. And I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just strange that a 25-year-old, really awkward kid would just all of a sudden be like, I'm going to kill the president today, right? Also, the, the day in question, he he went down there to go to the, the, um, the Democratic Convention, supposedly to try to pick up women, and got hammered. And then, you know, he, he went to drive home and realized he was too drunk to drive. So that doesn't kind of... You know, if you're going to kill the president, that doesn't seem like the logical turn of events. Right? <laughs> it was just on a whim. Yeah, he uh, had four Tom Collins and then was like, oh, I don't, I'm too drunk to drive. I might as well murder RFK. Right? <laughs> he, he was, he was clearly there. He did clearly have a gun. Yeah. He did clearly fire a few shots. The question is, was his shot the one that killed him? Did he have help? Was he a Manchurian candidate? There's a lot of stuff to go into. A lot of stuff. I would say I don't think he was the one that killed him because um, there's like an autopsy report where the, the bullets came from like the back, like to the right of the back of Mr. Kennedy. So like and, and all the witness reports say Sirhan was like in front of the president. I'm not right. the president. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting to uh, uh, I'm getting the JFK and the RFK. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> what? But. To be fair, they probably are intertwined. I mean, for sure, you, one would think there probably is some overlap there. But he was a senator, right? Yeah, and he had, but yeah. he just—he had just announced that he was going to run. That yeah, he was, was going to run for president, right? Or right. he was picked to uh, run for president for like California, like they he was, him. He, yeah, he, he had gotten the Democratic nod, um, and so okay. the other—the other interesting thing is that. Um, well, there's a lot of interesting things, but I guess I'll just go through them one by one. The other, there was a woman named Sandra Serrano who told the cops that she saw a woman in a polka dot dress mm-hmm. who countless other eyewitnesses also said they saw with a man. They came out and said they had just shot the president. She then recanted her story, but in a deep podcast exclusive, I listened to the tape and it's just the cop over and over saying, you didn't see that. That's not what you saw. You're lying. And she's like, why would I be lying about this? Why would I want all this attention? Like, you, you know, what, what, what's, my, what's my goal here? And he's like, mm-hmm. the only way I'm going to let you out, it was that classic, you know, you see in the movies, the only way I'm letting you out of the room is if you say this. And she's finally like, okay, I didn't see it. I don't know what I saw, you know. And she's since 
come back and said that she did see that. So the, the woman in the polka dot dress, very strange. Um, it's a bit shady, um, yeah, to say the people, least. Right, and multiple people said they uh, they spied her with Sirhan Sirhan at the, at the hotel. Also, there was another man that came out and said he talked to her earlier in the day and she was like a psychopath. Like, was mm-hmm. just saying all kinds of crazy stuff about how something big was about to happen and he shouldn't get too close to her because he could be implicated and just like, very strange. The girl with polka dot dress. Another thing, like this is like the perfect conspiracy because that doesn't sound real. You know, everyone just starts talking about a woman that was wearing a, a polka dot dress. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like, like a her, children's story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, it was a woman in a pantsuit and she had purple hair. You know, just like she just had a normal dress on. She's apparently yeah. young, attractive. That's what they were all saying. Um, so nothing came of it. They never... The police never really even looked for her, which is which is odd. Um, it's odd that they're like, they're like saying, "No, you did not see it." In fact, actually, yeah. I have now decided you've never seen this woman in your life. Correct. And and like any conspiracy, there's multiple explanations for that. It could be that they were just like, "We need to keep this case tight and like get it over quick because it just happened to his brother. We don't want anything coming out." Or it could be like, "We think there might be another shooter, but we don't." We don't want to go into all that so you never know but do you want to talk about uh the bullets yeah 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 so um so sirhan sirhan's gun only had the it was a revolver it only had the capacity for eight shots so that was what initially was reported on but there was a was it a forensics investigator like found like two additional shots on like the door frames correct and then there was audio from the the event and there's like 13 shots heard so now there's a discrepancy of like how many shots were actually like fired that night right and and again this is something goes both ways they there's certain audio experts that say it's only eight there's other that say it's 13 and then the doors the the um the the cops incinerated the doors which makes (laughs) why would you do that and that's in every conspiracy too, is shoddy police work. So you can either think that they were idiots and did, you know, some moron just burnt the doors or they were trying to hide the bullet holes. Also, the guy who identified bullet holes was apparently a motorcycle cop. So it's like, how, how do you have a random motorcycle cop making that diagnosis on one of the biggest cases in American history? Like just nothing in, the, nothing in this entire case adds up, which is what makes it so hard to say definitively, you know, if, mm-hmm. if one thing happened or another thing happened. Um, the, the next thing is Dane Eugene Caesar was like the private bodyguard who was leading him through the, the kitchen. And as you said, that wasn't really planned. And this guy is just a real piece of crap. He was, he was hired the week before. He is known to have owned a 22, which he lied about. He was also a raging racist and George Wallace supporter. So he hated, he hated Kennedy as admitted. He recently died like 2019, but it said throughout his life that he hated Kennedy, that he never, he doesn't, you know, regret anything he's ever said about him or, or anything else. Um, but that'd be a weird way to go. If you did do it, just, you know, <laughs> doubling down on your story that you're, you're a racist psychopath. So I don't, I mean, that guy's sketchy. Um, and then, you I know, the, the biggest thing is like it is said like the the like the gun had to be like super close to Kennedy. Correct. Like because what what was it? There was like 
um, there was like some sort of like indicator that that was the case. Yeah, so that there was there was the amount of gun residue they found on the back of his ear. Yeah. They said it had the shot had to be within an inch to two inches and from behind. So, and, how does someone even get that close? Exactly, because he's surrounded by like guards. Like, how does someone? Unless it was an inside job, unless someone on shift was the one who did it. Right, and then it. So, and he felt to say, the only the only logical thing you could even argue was that. He fired off a couple shots, like Kennedy fell, and then maybe he like fell on top of him and like mm-hmm. you know shot him behind the ear. But that's, and I know if if you're in a traumatic event like that, I would imagine you're not remembering everything super clearly. But not one witness said that that's what happened. Everyone said he was in front of him. Um, he was like crouched down in like a a stance, and then mm-hmm. that he started firing off his gun and then was tackled. So yeah. The, him being an inch, like you said, how do you get an inch away from someone to do that? It's- someone that powerful, someone that in like the political uh, place to even like get that close? Yeah. An it's inch a, behind right. him? An inch from him. And then if we want to talk about the motive for, the, for it to be a conspiracy, obviously, if you believe the JFK conspiracy, mm-hmm. And then his brother is about to be the president and have access to all those files. Probably wouldn't have turned out so well for Uncle Sam and the boys. That's where like the big intersect is. Because if you do believe in like the JFK conspiracy, then like you most likely believe in the RFK one too. Yeah, it's it's tough to. I'm not saying you have to believe in both, but it's 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 a very tough argument to make that. The government killed JFK, but then they were okay with his brother becoming president. Yeah, because those uh, files were on deck. Right. So if they did, uh, you know, it'd be a bit of a problem. So what's the best way to get rid of a problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you eliminate it. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, I mean, you'd imagine... If your brother was murdered mm. in sketchy fashion and you were the president, you might look into that. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I, I mean, if I was in that position, yes. Yeah, you might become a, a tad bit curious. So what happened to old, old big brother? Lock myself in the library and uh, read some files. Find out some stuff. Uh, they try to, <laughs> they <try> to bury <laughs> Yeah. Well, here's so, a, here's another uh, thing I heard was um, apparently they supposedly like got rid of evidence. I mean, like the the door frames, but they all, like got some like rid of some other stuff. And apparently their statement was like, "Oh, we didn't have enough room to harbor all this evidence." And I'm like, dude, this is like a top profile assassination. Yeah. You don't just be like, "Oh, well, you know, a candidate for the presidency just got assassinated. I don't have enough room." <laughs> hold all <Yeah>. this evidence <laughs> yeah and, and like i said previously like like the, the terrible police work just opens it up to all these questions because they like you said they destroyed evidence they didn't pursue any leads at all they didn't you know they didn't go after any connections they, the guy 
and I guess now we can go into the, the most crazy part about it is the reaction of Sirhan Sirhan after the shooting. Mm-hmm. It was like, he was, at first he was peaceful. He was described as having peaceful eyes by people there. And then he just looked so confused. And in all the interviews, he says, he said for the rest of his life, he doesn't remember even being there. He doesn't know if he shot him or not, which I mean, you know, he could be lying, but that'd be a strange, it'd just be a strange thing to go on about for 50 years. Just really odd. It also kind of seems like, even if he didn't remember it, like the clearly, because it's very traumatic. I mean, uh, it feels like something you would still remember regardless. Right. Like yeah, that no seems like wrong. something that would stick with you forever. Yeah, no matter how many Tom Collins he had you would remember murdering the president. (laughs) I would have to imagine. (laughs) One would think. I've never had four Tom Collins before. I don't even know what's in a Tom Collins, but... um, Must be some really good stuff, dude. (laughs) I don't know what Tom Collins is, even. No, not me. (laughs) I know they used to drink it, like, back when you took your gal out, you know? Must be some hard-ass liquor, dude. Yes, seriously. How does he not know? Tom Collins is like four shots of tequila and a shot of rum. It's like 80% alcohol content or something. I... So, like, did, did you listen to any of the tapes of him being like, because the, the police then brainwashed him? Because there was like rumors that he had been brainwashed by that ancient mystical order of the Rose Cross. And so he would just start, because he had that notebook where he had written like, must kill Kennedy, must kill Kennedy all over it, they found. Mm-hmm. And that's the same way, it's the same stuff he would write when he was brainwashed by the by the police psychologist. I heard I heard the, the brainwashing from the police side. Uh, this uh, this side of the, uh, you said Grand Order of the Rose, what do you say? <laughs> Ancient Mystical Order of the Rose Cross. We're going to call it Rose for now. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if I'll be yeah. able to remember that. I don't even think there's an acronym. A-Bork. Uh, A-Bork. So <laughs> I did not hear about the A-Bork side. Uh, the video I watched was there was a narrator and he had a bunch of different like clips from uh, uh, people that were there, you know, uh, people who like are attorneys for Sirhan Sirhan, uh, a bunch of different clips um, and like a bunch of different stories from other people. I did not hear about that. I heard about the police potential brainwashing, though. Yeah, the police, there's tapes of them brainwashing. Like, they're, they're hypnotizing him to try to, to get answers from him. So it's not like they were, you know, I guess doing anything that was illegal, but it was just the way he, they said, uh, and there's been a lot of reports that he was, like, the most easily hypnotizable person anyone's ever dealt with. Like, it was just, like, snap your fingers and he's all of a sudden a drone, which is super strange. <laughs> um, Tom Collins, man, I swear. Yeah, Tom Tom Collins, that got to him. <laughs> I, I guess Four? My man going uh, in. <laughs> Alfred uh, Alfred K. Lowenstein, who was worked for Kennedy, and he he at first didn't think it was conspiracy, then started getting into it. It was and talks about writing a book maybe about it, and then he was murdered randomly hmm. by a, a guy who was scared of the CIA. And this was, you know, this was during the time when MK Ultra and people were being, they were testing at least if they could program people and stuff like that. So as crazy as a lot of this stuff sounds, that stuff was happening. You know, they were experimenting with LSD on people. So mm-hmm. I, this is one of those ones, going to my head, I would say 
he didn't act alone, but I have really have no idea what happened. What do you, what's your verdict? I've had a bit of a working theory. Okay. Okay. So there was a security card for, I think they were at like a hotel, were they? Where? Yeah, they were at a, they were at a hotel, yeah. I believe um, it was like a hotel officer was also with Kennedy, and he wasn't supposed to be like there, but he went anyway. So this is my theory. The lady in the Pokemon, po- <laughs> I must said Pokemon dress, <laughs> the polka dot dress, finds Sirhan Sirhan, gets him drunk, you know, kind of persuades him, gets him on for Tom Collins, which is a terrible idea, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Five, he would have been dead. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, she gets him, like, drunk, right? And kind of, like, uh, gets him over to where Kennedy is. The, the hotel officer... Uh, shoots and kills Kennedy and then he runs at Sirhan Sirhan tackles him plants the gun on him and then uh, uh they all apprehend him thinking he was the guy who did it okay that's the working theory I, it might have holes in it but um so my my working theory is if I is that Sirhan Sirhan just bought the gun is that he did have the gun and that he did shoot him but that someone else was involved and came up behind him and shot him as well which would explain the extra bullets right and and then that person was able to sneak out out in the ruckus and Sirhan Sirhan was just left there holding the gun and I don't know do you believe that he doesn't remember anything that, that means he was basically brainwashed which I don't know if I'm. Well, here's a, if, here's another thing. Did, did they ever say how many shots from Sirhan Sirhan gun was fired? They, they said all eight. From they said all. Oh, eight. Kenny so, so only had like four. Five bystanders were shot. None died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if so they what found... gun did the uh, state the other dude have? Because it was like thirteen shots in total. Well, the Eugene Caesar guy said he had a thirty-eight, but. There's other people that said he had a 22, and then he said he sold the 22 before the murder, but it ends up that he did not. He did not sell it until three months after. They like tracked down the guy he sold it. To. Mm. Well, so, interesting. Yeah, that, <laughs> and that guy, like I said, was like hated Kennedy. So, but like so I said, many layers. I know. Like I said, strange strategy for him to still say he hates Kennedy and all that his whole life if he was involved somehow. Um. So maybe maybe Sirhan Sirhan's job was just kind of like scatter fire his shots all over the place. And yeah. the second dude is supposed to like come up behind Kenny in the commotion, uh, shoot him a couple times, and then dash out. There's just, yeah, there's just so much. Because the, the woman in the polka dot dress, if she was involved, it's very strange that she would also be yelling that she killed Kennedy as she exits the building. Yeah. Because I, I, I kind of like your theory that she, I think, because I could see that she, her being in this amorph thing, you know, she see like, then she has some, like, you know, way to snap Sirhan into it after four Tom Collins, which I just looked up. It's three parts gin, one part carbonated water. It sounds terrible. One part carbonated <laughs> water. 
Preston squeezed lemon juice and sugar syrup, but I don't know. There was also another guy, Paul Schrade, that was there. Um, says that and that Sirhan shot. And this guy says that he that Sirhan shot him, but there's no way he could have shot Kennedy from behind. So I don't there's, know, man. There's I, no way from what everybody is like saying. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way that obviously uh, from three feet in front of him, he could have shot him from an inch behind, unless there was some kind of struggle that everyone missed. And he somehow ends up like on top of Kennedy, which no one saw happen. Yeah. Um, I think the strangest thing is, and if anyone has time, go back and listen to the tape, is just his interview after he, he doesn't know, he's pretending to not know why he's there. You know, he doesn't know, he's saying he doesn't know what happened. He's saying he doesn't remember the day. It's very odd. Like, he, he seems to have no idea why he's being questioned by the police, which is just, I don't know, strange. That's all I can say about it. And this is, uh, I don't even know if the deep podcast can get to the bottom of this, folks. I'm going to be honest. This is like, there's so many layers. Yeah, it's one of those, that's what makes it a, a crazy conspiracy is that uh, there's no way to prove it or disprove it. Yeah, for sure. So you can't really come out and it's been a, it's been a pretty good week for conspiracies though with the Fauci emails coming out. Oh, what what is that? What's that? Uh, like? they, they just came out and said that he he knew he uh he pretty much they pretty much knew from the beginning that um cloth masks don't work that well or really do much of anything. And I'm not yeah. making a political statement. I don't want to get angry emails from our thousands <laughs> of followers. Um, but I, I I myself have I wrote a I read like eight studies from like 2015, 2016, around that time that showed that they do not work. The surgical masks are great. Mm-hmm. But it was just people are, that doesn't really prove a conspiracy. It just proves that it's really it's just odd that he was wearing cloth masks like in all his press conferences and telling people to make them and wear them everywhere. And you know what I'm saying? When he knew they didn't really work. Um, and then the other thing was that that he was really nervous because the NIH, the National Institute of Health, was funding the lab research in Wuhan, mm-hmm. and he was, he was nervous that that was a possibility. When you know anyone that said that back then was getting like deplatformed from social media and all that stuff, so it doesn't really prove that it came from the lab. No one, I'm sure, no one will ever know. But it's just, it's uh, the people that were saying all that stuff initially and were like getting called lunatics are now pretty angry, as you can imagine. <laughs> I feel like I'd be pretty upset if I was one of those people. Yeah, you like. You said that it might have come from Wuhan and your family like disowns you. And now they're saying, now everyone's saying that's possible. That would be bad. Because <laughs> the damage has been done. It's not like they're going to come back and say, oh, I'm sorry, man. Dude, somehow, he, <laughs> somehow he had to release like 2,000 of his emails. I don't know, from like Freedom of Information Act or something. He just had to drop 2,000 emails? Yeah, he's just saying, and then all the emails, he's just kind of saying like, we don't really know what's going on. You know, like, this is bad. <laughs> like, just like, <laughs> like, like, basically the conversations you were having with your friends, it's basically the same thing. It's game over, man. Yeah, it's like, I don't really know if these masks work. Like, we don't really know what to do. We were given the Chinese money and they were, they might've created this virus. Like, it's, it's just, they're just like, uh, again, they don't like prove anything. They're just very, they're not, they don't make him look great. Well, I would say most politicians' emails probably would not make them look great at all. 
or anyone's. If you took honestly, yeah, honestly, yeah, (laughs) but it's just that I guess the one thing I I took out of it was it would be great. We'll just say none of those people are going to apologize that we're calling people crazy that we're saying that stuff. They're not going to like come out and be like, hey, we shouldn't have said that. They're just going to act like they never said any of it. My bad, G. I, I, I messed up. No. Yeah, like, <laughs> like our boy Zuckerberg is not going to come out and be like, I am an alien and I shouldn't have deplatformed all this. He people. was human, though. That's the thing. He was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. He used Tyrone to be a human. Tyrone sent me a great clip um, this week of Zuckerberg. <laughs> Some woman in the crowd says, like, that really bothered me. And then he responds, well, that bothered you because you're human. I was human. And then he goes, I mean, I still am human. I mean, I was. I, am I mean, human. I like, mean. Yeah. What do humans do in this situation? And then he just keeps yelling, I'm a human. <laughs> now, also, I looked up the picture that you told me about with all the zinc oxide. Um, did you hear his excuse for that? The, the what excuse? When he had all the zinc oxide on his face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not hear that. He said he thought it would throw off the paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? It's still your face. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the number one comment underneath was, he must have been shedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was yeah. talking about. It, it, his, uh, the sun was peeling away his human form. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> That's wild. Since he, liz- Since he is a lizard, he has to shed his skin from time to time, and he had he was just covered himself in sunscreen. I thought it would confuse these humans if I had a pound of sunscreen on my face. Yeah. <laughs> what do humans do when it's time to go swimming? Put sunscreen on. What a weak species. And I, he like <laughs> he really had a mouth. Mal- he really had a malfunction when he said he wasn't human because he just like it was like he kept like ticking. Like he well, kept, I, would, like, <laughs> I, I listen. I understand the uh, whole like. Sometimes you'll say something, like you'll mess up while you're like saying something, you'll say something that you didn't mean to say. But like when have you ever like said, Oh, you're a human, that's why it affects you? Like how yeah, would you even never. like mess up like that? <laughs> like how would you even like confuse your words that badly to say, Well, you're human, that's why and but I was human. I, I still am. <laughs> yeah. When does that yeah, happen? <laughs> Yeah, have you ever said to a friend or family member when they're like, I'm having a bad day? It's like, well, that's because you're a worthless human. I was human. <laughs> I was human. Then I switched. Uh, it's better pay to be one of the alien. Uh, I'm thinking of like a made up name for aliens. I can't <laughs> I think on the spot. I guess in the deep podcast, everything intersects. So the possibility of Zuckerberg and Sirhan Sirhan both being Manchurian candidates is on the table. Because Zuckerberg is, uh, I don't think he's still with us. You don't think so? I mean, I I think 99.9% chance he's just, you know, he's lost his humanity because of what, you know, his life. But Well, to quote him, he did say, I was human. Yeah, he was. That's like a chess piece. (laughs) I was human, Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) I mean, imagine... Imagine, like, we're talking about the deplatforming. He has to make this. I know he doesn't make every decision, but he makes decisions like that on a day to day basis that literally influence the world. How could you keep your humanity or empathy 
And sometimes he doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have a good option. It's like, I could shut this down and it might be wrong, but if I don't, then people might die. I mean, what a terrible, that would be terrible. Well, if he does shut it down, he's missing out on like millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. And I think, (laughs) so yeah, it might be harmful, but money, man, that's a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's like changed the lives of everyone you've ever talked to with that amount of money. Yes, true. It's it's a it's quite a quandary, but I would like to see Sirhan Sirhan and Zuckerberg have a talk. Yeah, robot to robot to robot. Can we arrange that? The deep. Can we get that on the deep podcast? We'd we'd have to get Zuckerberg to visit a jail, which I don't think is in his wheelhouse. We have a we have a jail on planet Xeon. It's uh, crazy. I think he does like Zuckerberg does cancers like you know like. I mean charities like cure cure like cancer and dogs you know like stuff like that that rich people go to. <laughs> He's not going into a jail and like you know, talking to a criminal. We gotta have it like over a uh, Zoom. We have to have like well yeah. We ha- the thing is, uh, sir, I heard that Sirhan Sirhan like isn't like allowed for like any interviews uh, anymore. I think the one the one clear part we didn't talk about is that, and this is not I'm not making a joke. This he clearly has some some type of mental illness, Sirhan Sirhan, um, and not and not surprising with his incredibly traumatic life he lived, but that he's a he's the main. The main piece in all of this that makes it impossible to know what happened because he's just so like there's certain interviews where he's like yelling and there's but most of them he's just this like reserved like kind of mumbling i don't remember i don't remember you know just repeat himself over and over it's just really strange feel for the guy he's like the missing puzzle piece that doesn't fit yeah and, and randomly a few times he said it was because rfk was going to send some planes over to jerusalem I mean, to go after the Palestinians, but most of the time, like 99.9% of the time, he just keeps saying, I don't remember, I don't know what happened, I'm not a killer, you know, it's it's just, it's a strange case. Yeah, and uh, it's definitely one of those cases where we'll never know for sure. We won't. Just Just like JFK, I mean, I think, I mean, even the government has admitted that was, something sketchy happened but we'll never know exactly what happened which how do they shut all these people up like how has <laughs> like no one ever come out in any conspiracy and be like i did i was the second shooter you know like that never happens <laughs> well i mean they already got this far with it why would they be like ah, okay i did it i'll be honest guys i might have shot the president i mean i uh, it'd be it'd be interesting if someone like 75, 75 year old came out and was like, I was actually married to an alien in New Mexico, and here are the pictures to prove it. Oh, we gotta get the scoop on that if that's true. Yeah. I'm the I'm the father of Mark Zuckerberg, and my wife is an alien. I mean, he's half human, half alien. <laughs> we got yeah. the guy's covered in sunscreen. <laughs> this is what humans do, right? Am I doing this right? What do you mean, lather it in? (laughs) All right, well, uh, next week I'll let you pick the conspiracy. 
yeah, that was a you know that was more of like a a, a serious topic. You know, we were a little less humor in there. You know, we did sneak some in, but I think next week we'll go back to a more like zany yes. conspiracy theory, a little lighthearted. Right. That's why we're the deep podcast because we're so we're so versatile. We're versatile. We you know we like to you know talk about wacky stuff, but we also like to talk about conspiracies, um, wrestling. Mix some humor in there, you know. Yeah, that's the problem with the conspiracy like this. It's hard to like make a lot of jokes about someone getting shot in the head. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. We got a couple in there, but it's not. It's not easy. Because the subject matter is like, you know, very serious. <laughs> yeah, and the guy was a national hero that people thought was going to like save the country. So with a, with a conspiracy like that, you kind of have to take it kind of with some uh, with some seriousness to it and like some uh, sternness, if that's the right word. Yeah, we showed enough respect, but got a few jokes in. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Next week, we'll go back to something more more off the wall yeah when you're talking about aliens we can just be cracking jokes like it's uh it's like a deadpool movie or something like <laughs> yeah yeah i i agree i agree like a a, a wise cracking 80s superhero like we just start cracking them out. <laughs> yeah yeah how but yeah but we'll, we'll close the book on sirhan i guess we both just gonna say we don't know yeah I, uh, the deep podcast stumped for the first time i can't believe it yeah i can't believe it me neither. But when you have a mystery like that, who who even knows? Yeah. Does Sirhan ancient, even exist? You know, yeah. The only people that know are the members of the ancient mystical order of the Rose Cross. What were they? The 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 oh. Amor for short. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that is gonna do it. Um we'll come back next week with a brand new spicy topic. Uh, I'll have to figure something out, but uh, I've been Tyrone. That's been Chauncey. And we'll see you guys in the next Deep Podcast. But till then, stay deep.